this is a very interesting film that kind of took me by surprise in a way. You know, I really didn't think it was going to be what it was. And when it kind of took the turns that it was doing in its plot to become what it is, I'm not fully against it. You know, I think it's a interesting concept. But, you know, I mean, it's it might not be for everyone. So this movie, 3,000 Years of Longing, is essentially a love story. And it's kind of revolving around the idea of, like, if the genie from Aladdin wanted to fall in love in a way or was in love it's real it's really interesting so before i really get too deep into the story now what i want to say also for what most might not know and something i'm probably going to wind up adding to this new string of um tiktok video ideas i have is that it's based on a novel no not a novel a short story in a novel i believe or at least it's just a short story I'm not sure how it's kind of gotten its praise because it's from an author I've never heard of before. The original story is The Djinn in the Nightingale's Eye. It's by an author of the name of A.S. Byatt, whose first name is actually Antonia, but that's her uh, author name, who's known for a couple of pieces of work, but nothing that's really been turned into anything besides this one. And... It's part of a short story collection, or it is a short story in a collection. I don't know exactly off the top of my head, but that was a really interesting um, piece of history that kind of revolves around this story. And the and it was written back in the '90s, so the story is at least you know 30 years old. And what it is is this lady, who's this kind of loner historian, finds a bottle that holds a gin or what the actual term for a genie is. And the genie is like, you know, I will grant you three wishes. And essentially what they do is they go down this path of how the genie is telling her stories, which is kind of what she wants out of the genie. And they're kind of building this sort of relationship based on his life story and her inability to kind of make choices on what she wants the wishes to be. So she convinces the djinn to kind of tell her his sort of life story and what what led him down the path of being stuck in the bottle that she just so happened to find. So now he tells the story of this queen from centuries ago that he was in love with and eventually how that love was diminished by her marrying a king and then the king kind of shunning him away. And then him explaining how he was stuck in this bottle and then the rise and fall of that empire, which led to another um, uprising, another like uh, not uprising, but another uh, foundation was built for a new empire that was many centuries after the fact. And it was that he was discovered. And then the prince of the new empire was kind of using him to be this big warlord and this big kind of dynasty leader and how he was, he discovered he was trying to be discovered by this leader and be used for the three witches again. And then that kind of fell through anyway to another hundred years for it, it goes down this whole path of him just granting all of these other sort of real people in history wishes and sort of making sense out of what their like trials and tribulations were while telling the story of how all he was was a per was a was a man with this mystical power sort of looking for love 
And then this all sort of takes place in this hotel room as well. And it's just him and the the character played by Tilda Sweeten just talking about his life and her just trying to figure it out and understand uh, that story while sort of avoiding her own wishes. Now, I'm watching a lot of this. And, and again, this is a film that's something like two hours long and the storytelling takes up at least a good portion of two-thirds of it, especially when it gets to the third story of the last person before this woman who he had three wishes for and how their kind of relationship left left off. And for some reason, like, this is meant to be, like, this love story between this woman and the djinn, but I just don't really get that feeling per se from it because I don't know maybe if it's just that I don't I I don't pick up on the the cues that she's kind of throwing out that she has some sort of love for the Jin but it also could be that what she's going for is this idea that somebody is giving her this attention and these stories kind of drive her because they essentially root in his love and how much she wants that love in return so by the end of all of his stories, she sort of asks him to make love to her, and he does. And so then she puts him in a new bottle where she takes her back with him to where she lives. And then he then lives in her house while she has, I think, one wish left by that point. Because I think one wish is like that throwaway thing where she's like, I wished for croissants or something. And then her second one was about uh, their actual love. And now she's holding off on the final wish because the final wish would kind of make him disappear. And she doesn't want that. She wants him to stick around. So she holds him in her home and he starts deteriorating. And she's realizing that he's starting to deteriorate. And if he doesn't like grant these wishes, he will like fade out of existence. So it's that whole story of, you know, if you love something, you let it go. And if it comes back and blah, blah, blah. So eventually she makes the final wish and he then dissipates. But what he's really looking for is his freedom, which that sort of gives him. But then there's this weird thing where he doesn't really disappear and they're still able to be together. Or it's probably like the her hallucination of him in a way. Because how it essentially ends is he like disappears you know after them living for so long and her experience and how his magic is sort of fading it ends with him officially fading away and then she's still just kind of alone for a couple of minutes kind of just walking through life and showing um how time has passed and how she's just kind of writing this forbidden love story i think there's even a credit sequence that shows that it's like a year later or like three months later or something like that and she just has been without him and she's written this like memoir of her love for this intergalactic being that's you know thousands of years old and then he just shows up and that's the weirdest part too is that he just sort of shows up out of nowhere and doesn't seem to have any real issues, but I guess it's meant to show like his love for her was undying, even though he was dying. So he comes back and they walk off into the sunset together and they live happily ever after. But like it sort of defeats its purpose for 
its previous, you know, like when you have points where things are of such a, a dramatic nature, where things are of dire necessity, he has to do something or he's going to die. Even if you do that something and then he dies, like that's supposed to be where it sort of drifts off into, okay, then it's been fulfilled and what happens after the fulfillment is what happens. And then you backtrack that by saying, okay, their love was so powerful that he could come back. But then why does it take so much time? He should have like came back like within that scene or even a moment where it was kind of like this like interstellar uh, moment or even this inception moment where she kind of has an instance where she does kind of sense him, but then you don't necessarily see him or he kind of appears like with the, with the back of his head on camera or something, maybe something like that to kind of leave the imagination and not fully go into this idea that he's found his long lost love of 3000 years and even though he fulfilled his rights with the three wishes, he didn't pass on to the to the aftermath or the afterlife of the jinn. Like, I don't know. That's where it kind of lost me. Otherwise, you know, it's really fun all the way through. And I found it really fun simply because I like storytelling. And the main premise of it is storytelling because he's just telling this woman's story. So it's the idea of that narration of his kind of life and all of the interesting twists and turns it took. So you don't really spend a lot of time learning any particular person. It's almost very anthology, anthology sort of anthology based in a way, because all these different stories all take place in different periods of time. And they all have sort of these different meanings where one is a search for power. The other is a search for love. One is a search of knowledge. And it's just leading down this path of like, what he's learned throughout his years to determine what he values the most and possibly what this woman values, because essentially you learn that she's a woman who kind of sticks to herself and has never really looked for love because she's always looked for her success in a way and has ignored the idea of love. And then you sort of get like within like a 30 second frame, she stops and goes, yeah, I've always wanted to be wanted like that. It's weird. It, it, it's weird, but it's fun. I, I guess that's the thing I have to really emphasize on. It is fun and it is enjoyable, but it is weird. It is definitely weird and probably not for everybody. And I definitely think that also is translated in its its ratings and its box office numbers. I think it only did like a quarter or a third of what its actual budget was in the box office, which isn't good. Uh, I do know that it has received some good critic scores in a way, kind of average, something within like the middle, like, like 6 out of 10, 5 out of 10, something like a 70 on Rotten Tomatoes or something like that. So it has, it, it it's it's good for what it's worth, but, you know, I don't go back to it. And again, I'm kind of just going off of what I remember of it. And I watched it back when it came out, sort of back in like September and trying to kind of come up with it now this is kind of the rudimentary explanation of it but i would still say you know give it a chance if you want to know what it would be like to learn what genie from aladdin would be like if he wanted to fall in love and have a love story because that that's essentially what this is